What's up, Wimty? Wimtiers? Never used that before. <laughs> Is that a thing? What are we doing that? You Wimtiers? You Wimty listeners? <laughs> Wimters. Wimters. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, just uh, wanted to touch base with you guys. We're back in the in the studio tonight. Um, my uh, my guest tonight's Mr. Lorne Hill. Before we get into that too much, um, just want to go over. You know, always like try to plug local events and uh, things that are happening right now. Um, on October nineteenth, Thursday, October nineteenth, um, I'm going to be over at McGuire's with the uh, with the Continuum crew. Um, they're going to they're going to be celebrating their one thousandth show. Uh, just that number blows my mind. You know, like that. Uh, they play three four hours a night, and uh, they've done that a thousand times now um, in a very short amount of time in like four four and a half years. You know, so that means those. Those kids are playing 250 times a year and shit. So that's that's really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Um, you know uh, that that also happens to fall on a Thursday night at McGuire's, which means ladies drink free. Damn, shit. damn. So all you have to do is show up. Thousandth show party. If you're a female, you're gonna drink free. Um, if you're a male, you might be able to like slip, you know, <laughs> slip a few free ones or something. Snag a little you green know. cup. See how yeah. it goes. Yeah. So uh, so that's going on. Um, also. Not to, not to give McGuire's too much free shit, but uh, <laughs> they're also doing the, uh, their big McGuire's 5K. I run it every year. They're doing that. Um, it's a lot of fun. People dress up, do all sorts of crazy shit. But the thing is, when you're done running your 5K, they serve you up free beer, free Irish wakes, like free like Brunswick Irish stew, whatever. I don't know how, how that even works, but like there's soup, uh, all sorts of like you know there's bananas or whatever else. So basically, when you're done running the 5K, it turns into a party. And you pretty much sit there in the parking lot of McGuire's after you ran 3.2 miles and drink, uh, drink your ass off. Uh, and it, it's a party. I'm really excited about that. Uh, the only thing I'm not excited about, however, though, that also falls um, at the same time that we're going to New Orleans for, uh, for my, uh, my producer, Shane Denton's 30th birthday. Shane, <laughs> so uh, the the and the, the honestly, I'm really excited to go to New Orleans. We're gonna go see Ghostland Observatory. They haven't toured uh, really in years. They've been doing their own thing. We're going to see Ghostland Observatory in New Orleans. That's gonna be. I'm, I can't think of a much better place to do that aside from Austin, where they're from. So I think I think the second best place to see them would probably be New Orleans, especially with uh, four or five of my best friends. So um, super excited about that. The only thing is, I got to dip out a day early to make it to the 5K run. Um, but but also what what comes after that though, uh, what what a lot of people don't know, and I'm putting Shane on blast here, is uh, Shane has made a deal with me. I've been trying to get Shane to go to the gym with me for about a year, year and a half, and he's told me no, 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 no. And finally, <laughs> like like two uh, uh, about two and a half, three months ago, Shane told me he said, "Hey, dude, my thirtieth birthday. I'm gonna quit drinking as much and all that stuff." And I'm gonna start going to the gym with you on, you know, on the daily. I'm gonna get healthy and all that shit. Uh, not that I'm the specimen of health by any means. No, However, you know, uh, but you know what though? You know what though? I I, I hit the gym. You know, if I didn't hit the gym, I'd be fucking fat Albert. Like, <laughs> like this would be ridiculous. But uh, but anyway, I I do hit it. You know, five five six times a week. And uh, Shane's gonna start joining me. Uh, come Dick, November one. Yeah, that's the thing, and that's the fun thing about this podcast too. Is we have to, if we say it on here, you're held accountable. So even though Shane has said this to me, uh, Shane has told me this. Uh, you know, we've had this conversation ten times. Like, I'll, dude, when I turn thirty, I'll go. So, <laughs> so he's gonna have to go. Um, 
but uh, but anyway, enough about all that. That's fun. We're looking forward to, to the triplet chain. We're looking forward to the five k. We're looking forward to the thousandth show. Uh, but we'll get into my guest. Um, and before I do that, um, I, I'm sure a lot of you have picked up on the theme of what we do here at, at Wimty. But a lot of what we do, a lot of it is fun. A lot of times, you know, we, we don't drink a lot on this podcast, but I guess more than not lately we have, and that's become kind of a theme too. Uh, but really what we do is we try to seek out individuals who are doing things um, really that they want to be doing, you know, uh, finding their purpose, finding, you know, what makes sense. And uh, uh, a, a, a big thing and what I really dig about what Lauren does is um, he, he's doing exactly what he wants to do and... Uh, not to make it sound like bad or anything, but he really, he doesn't give a shit about the money or any of that at all. It's just basically like, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to do it every day. And Lauren is a, uh, I'd say, uh, I don't know if he'd consider himself that way, but I consider him a professional kiteboarder. He's sponsored by the biggest kiteboarding company, um, in the world, uh, North kiteboarders. Um, and, and it's really cool too, because that's, you can tell that even though, uh, you know, maybe the money will follow, you know, they say, follow your passion and the money will follow. Um, but one thing that's really freeing about talking to Lauren that I, that I hope you guys pick up on is um, it's not really about that at all. It's really about getting out there on the water, um, doing what you love to do. So that that's really why we're here. That's why we're doing the Wimty podcast. Um, so uh, without really saying too much more, I hope you guys dig what Lauren has to say. We had a really good time on this one. Uh, Lauren's also our six-pack sponsor <laughs> of this podcast. He, he showed up with a sixer of, uh, um, of High Life. And uh, some citradelic, and we also finished uh, a beer or two that uh, Frank brought us in last week from Destin Brewery. Uh, we also got into a little bit of whiskey, um, but uh, but regardless, uh, had a great time. Uh, super stoked to have Lauren on here. So please welcome Lauren Hill. guest tonight is Lauren Hale. And uh, Lauren also happens to be the six-pack sponsor of the night. <laughs> We've been talking about that for a while. Like, <laughs> We don't have the listeners yet to quite get sponsorship. So <laughs> so as our listeners increase, we figured like the best way to do it would probably be like to get a six-pack sponsor of the night. Well, I do have a so. keg of the Vide and Conquer in the back of the truck, so we're going to up the sponsorship yeah. up a little bit. What do we get in? What, we got High Lie? Yeah, he brought us uh, he brought us some highlight. I don't even know what and, uh, citradelic. Yeah, citradelic. Oh, word. Big fans so. of those. So so yeah, cheers. Thank you, man. Shit, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. So Thanks man, what's been up me. with you, dude? Not too much, man. Just living the life. Yeah. Hanging out, traveling and shit. Yeah. Just yeah. enjoying it, trying to enjoy it as much as possible in so. these crazy times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's start out. Let's tell. Let's talk a little bit about kind of what you do and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So people that don't know, uh, we have to. There, there's that sound. That's yeah. Sound. <laughs> success. <laughs> sound of success. Uh, but anyway, uh, you are a. Uh, I mean, you're sponsored by one of the biggest kiteboard companies, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Work uh, with those guys. That's what North. Yep. Um, North kiteboarding. Yeah. And uh, how did that come about, man? Um, really interesting. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. So they were just looking for some people or a guy, um, 
you know, in the local mar- local market, I'd say like in the southeast, and um, one of the the sales reps came into town, and we hung out one night, and I've always been on riding north the entire time I've ever kited, so it's been like a brand I've been very passionate about. Their stuff is just like top notch, so, and um, he came into town, we hung out a little bit, and eventually they were looking for somebody to uh, kind of spread the stoke of their brand and uh fortunately enough i got chosen i don't know how of yeah. all these people <laughs> on the east coast and me yeah. of all people so and uh, it was pretty cool because they actually had never seen me kite or anything at the time it was kind of like a whim thing so yeah they're just kind of like we like this guy yeah <laughs> no well, that's actually uh, truth be told we were hanging out at the boardroom in fort walton but um shout out boardroom and uh, yeah and uh I was actually had been there like all night, and he had been traveling. So, and I'd been drinking, uh, dividing conquers, just completely plastered by the time he got there. So, I like went and tried to hide and like pass out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they he came, they came and found me. Unfortunately, hidden in a bathroom, <laughs> but nothing, no problems. I wasn't sick or anything. I was just trying to disappear, and it didn't work very yeah. well. So, uh, so how did you get into it? Like at, at first, like when did you begin? Uh, kiteboarding when did that become a well I worked for a guy in Fort Walton who has always been a really big kiter and uh, his brother was a professional windsurfer and actually was a rep for North Kiteboarding as well so and that ultimately helped me get my foot in the doors also but um they always told me you know you should kite you should kite you should kite and I was just never really interested in it and then one day, I didn't want to go to work. <laughs> and I was like, you still got those kites? <laughs> so me and um, Evans Hammett actually um, bought our first kites together, and we went out there and learned. And that guy went on to create a burrito, you know. Yeah, shout out Burrito Del Sol. Yeah, the burrito place. And um, he's, his time got a little consumed, and mine just kind of opened up more and more as mm. the wind blew. And I just kind of left work and started kiting full time, and yeah. I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. Not really, but I made it happen. Yeah, and uh, things just kind of went my way, which was awesome. Yeah, really that, man, awesome. that's kind of that's kind of what this podcast is about, man. That's cool. Like, that's, that's really cool to hear. So, um, so it just kind of started out as a hobby, and then you like you got a job basically teaching lessons. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, once I kind of figured out that. I didn't want to be stuck in the office all day, which I knew that for a while, Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to make it happen because what I was doing was very interesting and it did intrigue me and I really enjoyed doing it, but it just, you know, then the guys that I worked for were amazing. I couldn't ask for like a better company. Those Mm -hmm. guys were just, had my back 100% on whatever I did, even though at times I was completely worthless, but you know, they (laughs) still stood behind me, which was really cool. Um, but, and they knew, you know, that I, it was just kind of like a thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that was another reason they kind of pushed me in that direction yeah. for kiting. So, but it worked out, and um, I really, really couldn't be more like excited about it. You know? Yeah. Well, so let's fast forward then on onto now. Like you, I, I, we had a conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you told me that like, well, you've been to like twenty different states in the last year or something. Yeah, I mean, I've been very fortunate. We do yeah. a bunch of demo tours with all our gear because it's so expensive it's hard for like a dealer to want to carry like every single size of every kite you know because there's so many and all the boards so they give us a bunch of stuff and they're just like all right here you go like go over here and you know we take it around and basically try to spread spread the stoke of our gear and the stuff that we're doing with our products and stuff which has been working out very well especially because we're 
a German company, and everybody's based on the uh, West Coast in Oregon, so it's kind of hard when there's another uh, a few other companies here on the East Coast that are really big and have a big presence here, yeah. and they're stationed here, so especially in the South Florida area. So we're trying to kind of grasp that market and, you know, everywhere else. So whenever there's, like, big events or something like that, they're like, hey, you know, go on up here. And, you know. Yeah, so what's that like? What's your typical trip like? Oh, man. <laughs> it's really fun. I don't know. I don't really remember most of them. I get, like, <laughs> I get on the plane ride home, like, still hung over, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> like, okay. Scrolling through photos. But um, I don't know. They're just, like, you meet so many cool people. Um, and it's not like it's just us. Usually when we go to these events, there's other brands there because most companies, most uh, retail shops don't just carry one brand. Yeah. So there's usually a few different uh, brands there. And we've all become, you know, pretty good friends because we're all traveling to the same events mm-hmm. and each other, like, in unknown places that we usually, there's no, like, one spot. We just always see each other. It's always, like, a different location. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, yeah. So like, it's almost like a tu- it's buddies. almost like a touring circuit. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like know. I, I would probably have to uh, com- like if I would guess, I would compare it to like the way uh, bands see each other on the yeah. same festivals okay, as yeah, they yeah, travel around. Sure. That's Never probably really got to be kind of like, like that, but yeah, it's uh, probably probably like, a good very, comparison. Yeah, yeah. So you similar. so you see the same people, at, same people, yeah. and it's just like every time you're just like, oh yes, <laughs> you're just get on the plane ride like twiddling your thumbs, like what am I gonna do to them this time? <laughs> <laughs> But it's always fun. Everybody's, and it's super cool because everybody basically shares the same stoke. They're, I mean, we're all from different brands, mm-hmm. but we all have the same, you know, uh, idea of where we want the sport to go. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's been really fun. Um, and I've, I've made a lot of really good uh, relationships with these people and mm-hmm. a bunch of people that, you know, you just would never meet. You know? Yeah. So. Um, so where, where's the last few places you've been, man? Where have they been sending you? Uh, I was in Michigan not too long ago. We did, um, the King of the Great Lakes up there in Grand uh, Rapids, or not Grand Rapids, Grand Haven with Matt Kiteboarding. That's right. I talked to yeah, you about that. That's, that's my, guys, that's yeah. home base for those me, Those guys man. are awesome, man. That was one of the coolest places we've been in a long time. Um, unfortunately we get skunked on wind, so it seems like whenever we, uh, do a demo or plan one, if you plan an event, there's guaranteed no win. So... Mm. Which kind of sucks, but yeah. it's fun because you're still there with everybody else. You know, mm. so there's always really big parties and stuff like that. So they keep you entertained for sure. But um, we were in Grand Haven for that. That was really awesome. Um, we did Surf Expo a few weeks before that, and uh, we've been up in the Northeast for a few weeks. Uh, Baja. Yeah, um, Surf Expo is fun. It is fun. Unfortunately, it got canceled this year because of Irma. Yeah, but, uh, it was cool to see another Deskin guy down there, mm-hmm. uh, Corey, get the the boat. Um, yeah. Oh, so the whole thing. Got, so they all, so they, uh, we were all in that. We they have like one at the big, convention center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to I've been to Surf Expo before yeah. with the boat crew, and then they do the um, awards at the end for yeah. you know wind. Mm. Um, but it got canceled. I, it got canceled, but they moved the awards up so we could okay. all do the awards. Ceremony. Okay. And yeah, got, yeah. Those guys were down there, which is cool to see another uh, panhandle. Yeah. <laughs> rocking it. Dude, those things are so fun because you have um, you have all these people, and and really at Surf Expo, you're you're dealing with uh, basically the number ones, number twos, and number threes of all these companies yeah, oh, when yeah. you get there. Like like Corey is present for boat boards there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, all these big companies. Like when I was when I was there for for boat. Uh, fucking Sonny Garcia walked right, like right, walked right up to me, and yeah. he was like, "These look pretty neat." And I was like, oh, but don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "Like, I'm not even a big surfing fan, but I know who 
Sonny G is. Yeah, we had Kai Lenny was there this year, which is really cool to see. Yeah, and I was just like, what's up, man? He's like, what's up, dude? He's like, do you work with these guys? And I was like, yeah, that's really cool, man. It's cool to see people like that because you look at them like they're legends. They're just like, you know, just like not a real person. You just see photos and videos of them, and then all of a sudden they're like standing right there in front of you. You're like, holy shit, it's him. And if you're, you get to see a lot of products too that aren't even released yet. Yeah. And like, there was this pair of shoes that I saw that I, like, I really wanted the shoes. And I, I asked the guy, I was like, hey, dude, can I buy those? Yeah, that's the um, other cool thing. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like, what size are you? I was like, an 11. He's like, well, if I, if I have a pair of 11s back there, I'll just give them to you. And I was like, sweet, man. So he went and looked. He's like, nah, dude, I got like 12 and, and a 9. I was like, well, that doesn't work, man. He's like, I'll tell you what, dude, give me your card. I'll hook you up with a deal on them or whatever. But like a week later, I came into the office at Boat. And he fucking mailed me a pair of shoes That's from the Starfax. So, so yeah, man. So it's just all these people. Like, if you're stoked on a product, especially a new product, yeah, yeah. Um, they're definitely down to, to throw them out to people who are inf- influential in that, uh, in water sports. Yeah, yeah. So and it's speak. cool because there's a lot of, like, new stuff there, too. I mm-hmm. mean, there is, like, um, you know, all the big brands. We get to see a lot of, like, new, like, people who are just trying to get out there and reach because they know there's so many people coming to that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a pretty cool event for yeah. sure. And yeah. the parties are awesome. Well, that's that was the next thing I was gonna say. It's it's really ridiculous because, <clears throat> like you you get there, you bust your ass because setting up these booths oh take forever. God. Like and you work no really hard. The first two days, you're <laughs> yeah. like a million square foot building, just yeah. sweating your. Balls and just off. all the loading docks are open, and it's in Orlando in what yeah. fucking August? Oh yeah, pouring down rain outside. It's like just the epitome of like a swamp. Like it's wild. yeah, and uh, and everyone's just everyone's just working so hard, representing their brands, talking. You talk to people all day long. But then, like, as soon as 5 o'clock hits, there's off. beer, there's beer, and there's liquor everywhere. everywhere. Like, and everywhere, oh, yeah. There's usually beer and liquor there everywhere, uh, everywhere, like, during the whole thing. You just gotta know where to find it. Yeah. Like, most people are usually like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like an unspoken oh, thing. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. It's so much fun. And then the, it's usually, like, you know... Friday is usually really big, and then you go in Saturday morning mm. really early, and you're like, everybody's just walking around like million yard stairs, staring <laughs> at the ceiling, like don't want to make eye contact yeah. with anybody. They're like, oh god, you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're, and then when all these buyers are up there, they're talking to you, and you're like, you're like a foot away from them, and you're trying not to fucking breathe on them. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you <laughs> threw down like, last well, night. You had tequila last night. And <laughs> you were at a Kenobiulas for sure. Like. <laughs> It's yeah. a ton of fun, though. Yeah, and, like, and really, in my experience down there, um, uh, if people are really into your brand, too, they'll take, like, the whole crew out Oh yeah. night. Like, the first night there, like, the guy from Scotty, uh, who makes all the plastic inserts and shit, mm. you know, that attached to kayaks mm-hmm. and all that stuff, the dude from Scotty, like, was, what are you guys doing tonight? And we're like, I don't, we don't know, like, probably sleeping. And he's like, nah, you're going out with me. <laughs> so he, like, took us all out, drinks, food, all that shit, and we threw down, man. Yeah, that's a, that is the cool thing. There's yeah. a lot of fun stuff to do down there, and that's we do the same thing mm-hmm. with our dealers and stuff yeah. every night. It's like a... What's the competition like amongst uh, amongst the kite boarders? Is it is it camaraderie amongst the companies or? Uh, riders wise, yeah. yeah. Uh, the you know the brands. I mean, they all have their they nitpick at each other uh-huh. and they're all like they talk I mean, shit about each other. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, for the most part, yeah. Well, they don't really talk shit about each other. More or less, they're just like ours is better. You know, it's never like <laughs> yeah. theirs is worse. It's just ours is better. You know, yeah. they don't want to like put anybody down, but they're just like making sure that everybody knows is like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, this is, but um. No, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. You know, we all, it's a, like I said, it's a pretty tight-knit community because mm-hmm. it's still, you know, kiteboarding as a sport is still more or less, like, in its infancy or, you know, yeah. it's, it's still young. Definitely it's not It's only been around for, like, 25 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, so, um, or 20 years. So, 
um, it's definitely like a really cool thing to be a part of. And but nobody's really like nobody hates anybody. You know what I mean? There's no brands that are like, oh, these guys suck or this is you know. They, everybody makes like something specific that's unique to them more or less and mm. and it's just basically do you like a Honda or a Toyota or you know whatever there's yeah. a few brands that are like kind of the upper echelon they're like really expensive known for their quality and durability and you know they, they spend a lot of time in R&D and stuff like that which you know a lot of the smaller brands can't really afford that but it doesn't mean they're not as good you know I mean <clears throat> they may have something that's just as good as something but that our brand carries but we have like eight or nine different styles in the lineup whereas yeah. they may only have like two or three so mm. but you know so is north yeah is north by far the largest seller um am I, am you know i really here? don't know all like, the numbers but uh, yeah absolutely i, mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I really I'm like, your, I like your hat, oh, yeah, i've been eyeballing your hat <laughs> I don't know if, if it's if a you, pink one. I have a hot yeah. pink one like this. I was going to wear it, but I thought it was a little too feminine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, no, they're, they're, they're one of the largest brands. They're kind of known for um, being, you know, one of the most expensive. Just, yeah. It's, it is what it is. But yeah. they definitely make really good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what sets their shit apart? Um, they've just been around forever their r&d is just ridiculous i mean they make so many most companies for each size kite you know they make a kite in that range whereas most people will scale them Mm -hmm. instead of having to go through producing you know each size they'll actually go through and produce everything i mean they do they spend a lot of time on their stuff and their quality is like Mm -hmm. phenomenal and they have a lot of uh stuff things that they've uh, are kind of proprietary to them so. Yeah, you said they're a, a German company. Yeah, they're they're a German company. Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah, they're uh, based out of Germany, but uh-huh. our distribution is here in the United States in Hood River, Oregon. So okay, so um, it's that's what I was gonna wonder. Like, where where's production? Where's manufacture? Uh, Sri Lanka okay. boards are made in Austria. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure it's still in Sri Lanka. They had a factory in Sri Lanka mm-hmm. for a while. Um, boards are made in a uh, like an all green facility in uh, mm. Austria, which is really cool. It's all powered by a running river that runs straight through the middle of the factory, which is awesome. Like Damn. We get all their power from that. Have you been is, there yet? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I feel like you need to hit them up and and say you need a better understanding of this process. Yeah, me too. I've been telling our sales reps yeah. like wherever they go, I'm like, hey, I need yeah. to go. There. Like, this is, you need, yeah. really, I need to know what's going on. And I'll, here. I'll be your, I'll be your, t- I'll be your temporary uh, manager for that part. Yes, yeah, and entire... I, I have to go with. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Trust <laughs> me, that would be so. That rad. sounds awesome, man. It does. No, I mean, yeah. Trust me, it does sound awesome. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, but yeah, no, it. it uh, they do some really cool stuff, which kind of sets makes them a little bit more unique yeah. than the others. Not that the others aren't good. It's yeah. just you know they they spend a little bit extra time. And I'd have to imagine. Um, I'd have to imagine that if you asked them to send you there, they probably would. I doubt it. They have other guys that already are going. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know, I know but, but they got to be like, like, okay, I've partied with Lauren a few times. And <laughs> yeah, and they're like, he's like, definitely like, not going to Austria. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. They might be like, we got to send him this guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, dude. <laughs> There's nothing pure about Michigan after I got back. I can guarantee you that. They don't want to send me to Austria. <laughs> Uh, dude, what would you think of uh, Grand Haven, man? In it's that awesome. Whole area? It's a sweet like I I didn't really know what to expect mm-hmm. when I was going to Michigan. I was like a lake. I did never touch the water though, which I'm really upset about that. Yeah. Like, the whole time I was you know kind of enjoying myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, it was it was beautiful actually. Yeah. Like you know that where we were, those big you could see like it was kind of foggy, but off in the distance was like big hills rolling into the water, and it was just like a lake. Like I've never seen a lake you know that big yeah. where you're just like looking and there's nothing on the other side. Yeah, know? and those uh those Lake Michigan sand dunes too are several hundred feet tall. Yeah, no, it was really cool. Like yeah. in the sand's like beautiful. I mean, you know, yeah, you go yeah, to some places there's, it's a, there's dunes like yeah, like, like, it's like, like it's like a huge, real it, like it's like a mountain. Yeah, it's, but like the dunes are like a mountain. It doesn't feel like yeah. I, when I was like flying in I was like, "Oh, dude, I wonder what all this place looks like with snow just covered it. You can't do shit here all the time." And then you go like to Grand Haven and there's a beach. I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like <laughs> This is like this is crazy. My, uh, but it was really cool. It was really unique. My mom uh, almost lost her almost lost her leg on one of those sand dunes because really? uh, yeah, my grandpa, Grandpa Simi, full blooded Italian. He's out of his fucking mind. Um, <laughs> but hands down, like just a, he was awesome. I loved him so much. But uh, he would he would do crazy shit. Like he took uh, uh, they would they would climb to the top of this one dune they went to. They call it the Sugar Bowl. Um, you probably would have dug it, but, uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, they, 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 uh, it's, it's a several hundred foot tall sand dune and he took a fucking refrigerator door and, uh, took the handle off the refrigerator door. So it's just that slick bottom of it and put his like eight, nine and 10 year old kids <laughs> in this just thing and just set them down the hill. Yeah. See you at the bottom and, boys. And my, my mom, my mom said it was going so fast that like she couldn't even see what was going on. All the snows in her face and shit, but they hit a tree. Oh, shit. Uh, going down on this thing, yeah. My mom, like, she damn near lost her leg. No, like way. from that, yeah, it, like really messed her so up. That's where Larry yeah. and the Dicer got yeah. all his motivation. Yeah. From. Old, old, gran- old Grandpa <laughs> Simmy wasn't really happy with himself after that. Fucking send it, Simmy. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's the thing, man. They don't people don't realize like the, our sand dunes here. You know, if you see a sand dune that's thirty foot high, that's a tall yeah, sand dune. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, out there, man, they're several hundred feet high. Yeah. Like that, and they'll they'll also, no um, shit. Yeah, yeah, they'll no, also they'll cool. take you on tours too in those big uh, those big four wheelers, but not not four wheelers like uh, gators or whatever, yeah. like yeah. dune buggies basically. Yeah, yeah. dune buggies, and uh, you'll you'll go on a several hour tour. They'll take you to several of these dunes, and you'll just jump all over the place. And it's it's a cool. It's a cool spot, man. I bet that lake was cold, though, man. You probably didn't want anything to do with that. It's, I mean, I had two wetsuits shipped to yeah. me up there, and I was like, whoops, still not getting it. <laughs> I was like, thanks, guys. <laughs> not happening. Yeah, geez, so how much gear do you, do you have then? Um, This year, I had quite a bit, uh, thanks to the guys. Um, but again, like, we're really trying to push it. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the more that I get to carry is the more stuff people get to try essentially yeah. and that's kind of the whole point of the so do you ship all this stuff when you I go don't, to all these actually, places or? um so when we go to like places like uh up north or just anywhere but florida basically um sometimes in texas i'll bring this stuff over there but um but for the most part they ship gear over there because mm-hmm. at the end of it a lot of times we'll sell it to other dealers that we're doing the demos with um but yeah i mean i get quite a bit and i drive it around basically yeah so if it's here in Florida, like it's all piled in, like I can mm-hmm. fill up a U-Haul basically. It seems yeah. like sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. it's fun though. It's I mean it's a lot to deal with. It sucks having to pump up all these kites, like ten kites, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. when you get to the beach. But at the end of it, you know, you're just sitting there hanging out with a shitload of people that are just like enjoying it, and but you don't even realize like time flies because you start having like a million conversations, and you'll go ride for a minute, and then you'll come back and have a million more conversations, and then all of a sudden it's like. 
oh shit, the keg's out, and like it's dark, <laughs> and there's a fire on the beach, or you know, whatever. So it's time to hang out. So it's cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun though. What it, now? Um, what do you mean by pump up? I don't understand how the whole process so, works. So like with the uh, kites that we fly nowadays, they're all inflatable um, kites. So the leading edge, so the front part of the kite mm-hmm. is basically like a big inner tube, I guess you could say, okay. and they have struts that run uh, laterally down it. So it, or not laterally, but horizontal down it. So it, it actually creates like a structure on the canopy. So whenever you're flying, or just in general, it gives the kite some shape. So you pump all these up with a pump and uh, like we tell people that's like the funnest part because you're just sitting there in the fucking sun just like <laughs> like two minutes just like going to town and then we have like ten of them so it's just like yeah so you spent an hour pumping <laughs> yeah. up kites which was cool in Michigan because those guys got it fucking nailed down they have like a U-Haul up there mm. like it parked right on the beach or not a U-Haul but like a big box truck with uh, air compressors, so you just like walk up to it and you're like, you're yeah. like ah, fuck, if this thing pops, like, oh well, we send it to, like, you blow it up for 10 minutes. Like, yeah, but it's so, fun. So, do you, so like, I guess you do kind of like a show kind of thing, yeah, it's like a and people get like a demo, yeah, yeah. so to speak. That's exactly what it is. It's so, do you have unexperienced people come out there trying to yeah, get on your they shit? They don't get to touch it, no, sir. Okay, that's what I was gonna um, ask uh, because, yeah. like, uh, most people that if they don't have their own like harness and gear when they come mm. up to us, like, if they're not like carrying a harness or have a harness, yeah. it's like and they're like, asking questions. I mean, you can definitely feel somebody out, it's not like, yeah, you, you can know, tell someone knows what they're doing, yeah, it's not like paddle boarding where you can just go stand up on it, fall off, and it's not like you hook up to a kite and you don't what you're doing and fucking you can you really be in trouble yeah. Yeah, just, you'd be in chicago exactly across the across the things the, have uh, way more lake. power than anything anybody like any professional could ever like mm-hmm. you know deal with but it's all about how you use it and if mm-hmm. you don't know what you're doing like it takes like yeah. a split second to just completely yard sale yourself but you can you can kind of figure those people out whenever they're walking up to you and most of the time you know you'll know like straight off the bat like okay because yeah. they'll ask certain questions you're like okay you know what you're talking about mm-hmm. you know? So. Do, um, now we were we were talking about this earlier, like in this in the skate world, uh, you know they do like skate videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Are there? there I'm, I'd assume that that transfers over to y'all as well. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I was actually on the drive here. I was like, "Fuck, dude, we are the brand that I work for." A few of the guys just got together and made like a, a thirty minute short film called the the bubble, and I'll bring mm-hmm. it. I actually, just got it. Um, they're still doing like the premieres on it, and they're gonna yeah. download it to the internet to where everybody mm-hmm. can watch it. But it's a super sick video. Just, are you on it? No, I'm not on it. <laughs> it's just only five guys. It's okay, uh, but, and they're they're the upper echelon of our uh, team. Essentially. Yeah. Um, but it is actually a really cool video on kind of not just kiteboarding, but like the lifestyle and the mentality and what drives you like mm. to do that. You know, like just kind of give up everything and just be like committed, so committed to it. And it's, I meant to bring it, and I was so bummed because I was gonna let you guys watch it. It's fucking yeah. a rad video, and I'll bring it like one time, but um, cool. or whenever, whenever mm. you guys are available. Because I have, oh, you can I just let me know when it's uploaded too. It won't be like anytime it. soon. Oh, okay. They still, still have premiering. like premieres through like December. Um, okay, and they're like the next ones in Tarifa, Spain. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but yeah, it's a super cool little video, and it's actually like it, it'll kind of gives you like an insight on the mind of like what drives somebody or uh, our our community to be yeah. so committed to the sport that's really like hasn't developed yet you know 
There's yeah. no real money in it, you know, mm. to say. There's nobody that's, like, getting rich off of this, doing it. It's yeah. just, it's more or less just, like, something that you chose to do. That you have to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not have to do. I mean, nobody, oh, we don't have to do it. Like we go Well, get, I mean, like, when you enjoy five, something like, so much, you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of guys you... that I kite with, like, were, like, investment bankers or, like, have degrees in, like, architect or like architecture and stuff like that, like, that you would just be like, why wouldn't you, like... You could be making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of them were working on Wall Street, and it's just like, hey, what the fuck? Why are you like? But yeah. they just it's because it's just the weirdest it's thing. Fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean you're just like, wow, like you really do like have a passion about it, you know, for sure. So, yeah, which is awesome. Like, well, how can people, how can people listening to this kind of see some of the stuff you've done, man? Because I've seen uh, a couple things, man. Number one, you clearing. The jetties over there. That's fun. The jetties aren't that scary. I mean, I don't know. Oh, come on. Okay, let me describe to people who don't, who who aren't from here, who don't understand what these jetties are. um, uh, In Destin, we have uh, the East and the West jetties. I believe that you jumped over the West jetties. That's correct. All right. Okay, so the West jetties. People get killed and hurt <laughs> just climbing them, like going out to fish. I've hurt myself. Like, guys. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, these are these are boulders. These are rocks are the size of my office. Yeah. You know, they're ten by ten by ten, if not bigger. A lot of these boulders are. Mm-hmm. So, and it's probably what 30, 30 feet wide or something like that. Wait, wait, I- I don't think thirty, but yes, like, yes. At some parts, <laughs> well, it depends on how high the water is. So, so anyway, True. there's there's you gotta pick and choose your battles. Thirty feet wide of these <laughs> of these jagged these jagged boulders, like death traps, and uh, that I like when I when I finally like realized like <laughs> damn Lauren, like when I was like damn Lauren's doing it, like Lauren's doing this shit. I saw this video, uh, and Lauren, I believe you were in the past. Yeah, no, I was and on the uh, Gulf side. Were you on the Gulf side? Because mm-hmm. we usually yeah, do it on yeah. like a west wind, or we. I usually okay. do it on a west wind. <laughs> well, I'm watching this video. It's a normal thing. And <laughs> yeah, I, see him, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I see you getting really close to these rocks. Yeah. And I'm like, he's going to get fucking hurt. <laughs> he's going to get fucking hurt. And then all of a sudden, I see you jump up. I mean, you must have gotten 30 feet in the air. Yeah. Uh, we like that number. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I, was about to say, but, I like that number too. Anyway, uh, and, and just and jump right uh, and clear clear these jetties, yeah. but not just like barely clear it. Like you had several feet to go. <laughs> at least it. the appearance. At least it appeared oh, yeah, that way. Yeah, we got a little far, a little little yeah. past it for sure. Yeah. That's the game plan. So so anyway, <laughs> I was I was super super impressed. I was I was amazed well, by thanks, that. Man, I was like, awesome. holy shit, man. Yeah. So how how could we see that? Is that anywhere online that people could see? Um, actually, I think uh, like the guy that does uh, bird's eye view uh-huh. uh, was the one that shot that film. Okay. It's, um, it's on his website, I believe, or on so his Facebook on for Facebook. sure. It's on so some what, birds of, and then the letter I, I. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy view. that does all the drone footage mm-hmm. and he does the yeah, stuff yeah. for like Visit Florida. Um, super rad guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's on there, and I think it's actually the Emerald Graham did like a. Yeah little video commercial with it too yeah so it's on there as well on the emerald grand she get paid for that no you gotta fix that man you gotta fix that you gotta go to more send your dogs in the highlights anyways I don't want them to waste their time but but your company puts videos out too. Yeah, they uh, put um, like they, uh, it's all on their website. Mm-hmm. And all yeah, that. I mean it's a really big company. We have like a a, a ton of international riders mm-hmm. that are just like 
phenomenal at kiteboarding. They're mm-hmm. just really good dudes and, and chicks as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, they always have content like rolling in. Yeah. So, so is that all you do now, guy. man? Like, is that you're just you're full time with North then? No, 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 I'm not full time with North. I okay. mean, I do all their demos, um, and I ride for those guys and hang out and whatever, um, whatever they ask me to do, basically. That's me. Um, and I do uh, lessons here in town with Liquid Surf and Sail mm-hmm. and Florida kiteboarding and those guys. So, basically, hanging out here in Florida until they tell me to go elsewhere, which yeah. I'm hoping they do that soon before it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> So how long would it take uh, someone like me who has no experience um, uh, to to really to hop on? Something I mean, it like just that depends. Like, pick it up. So some I, people get it. I and can some people teach don't. you probably in like three hours with no safety instructions <laughs> <laughs> on how to ride. But you know, most and that's what most people want to do. They just want to get up on the board and go. But they don't want to take the time to like yeah. learn the how to like self rescue yourself and like deep water pack your kite and like other things that are going to help you whenever you learn and go out there on your own and eat shit way out there and can't get back on how yeah. to get back and save yourself essentially and that's when that's where it kind of sucks because it's definitely necessary instructions and the people that don't do it are the ones that are kind of hurting our sport because they're the ones that go out and like just swipe people off the beach with their kite and just yeah. destroy everybody so it makes us look bad but in reality it's like hey they took like one lesson figured out how to fly the kite and then just like and slammed themselves in yeah the oh, like, yeah. oh I get, can do this and like if you get off. too close to the sand yeah man you could decapitate I mean, some yeah, fucking people yeah and people don't like they're just like oh it's just a little tiny rope but like you're putting a, a ton of tension on it yeah. and like it's moving really fast like I have scars all over my body from these little tiny ropes you know and like I've taken out people with these little tiny ropes so I'll never forget like one winter being on Okaloosa Island and just like probably a year or two into kiting I was out riding in the gulf on like a really cold day we had a south southeast wind I was out there just enjoying the shit out of myself and there was just some old lady out there walking around the beach just enjoying the shit out of herself and <laughs> all of a sudden like I ate shit and fucking just tomahawk my kite like right over this old lady and like I just knew like for sure I just killed her like absolutely just like destroyed her and uh sure enough like she was still there um <laughs> she it, it happened to just land right past her but like my lines meanwhile she was like inside my lines you know so she had to like get out so she finally like, gets out and then like starts grabbing on it and shit like she's mad at it like trying to like <laughs> yeah. beat it up and i'm like fuck like what do i do now like i want to go beat it up with her as well because i feel bad but in the same token like if she doesn't let it go she's about to just destroy herself again like it was awful but yeah i mean how far away was was she from you on the... 24 well actually 23 and a half about meters yeah because my yeah. lines are 24 meters <laughs> And yeah. she was probably about two so feet on about the about 75 of that. feet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was right fucking there. She was really close. Uh, and so the, close enough for you to yell, like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, oh, that was more than, like, sorry. I was like, ah, you know, I'm just like, oh, what? I didn't know what to say. Like, it's an old lady, like, just enjoying her walk on the beach on a cold morning in December, you know? Like, in Destina, or Fort Walton, I'm like, why the fuck are you here anyways? But uh, on top of that, like, okay, you're clearly from Canada. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like one of the only shockers that I've had with people wise on the beach, but that's just me. Like, you know, I, and I had been kiting for like a year, year and a half at the time that happened. And that was just like a simple mistake that I just ate shit and just lost control of my kite. Whereas people that are just learning, 
and just want to go out there and do it on their own. And you're like, oh, I took a lesson. I know how to fly it. Go out there. And then they start adding other shit together. You know, once you learning how to fly the kite's like pretty easy to do. But once you add the board to it, it's like learning. It's like you just totally forgot about the kite. Now you want to get up on the board and everything just goes to shit. Yeah. So and it takes a little while to like get used to. But yeah, I mean, I would assume if I went out there, I'd probably want to take at least like five lessons before I went. Well, you say that, but I mean, like it, it's really it. It's just how fast, like, you pick it up and how, like, you realize, like, flying the kite's all about finesse. Like, it looks like a very big kite, which it is, and it, and everything looks like, oh, shit, like, you're going to have to, like, really work that around. It takes a lot of strength and so on. It's, it's really not the case. Like, you're harnessed into a harness, and, like, you're wearing a harness, and the kite's attached to you through that harness. So you're basically, and you wear it around your waist, so you're basically throwing your so hips around. Your own, your own yeah, body exactly. To, you're to sitting there. Not... Well, you're steering it with your arms. But you're carrying all the load through your hips and your waist, so it's a lot easier to kind of like, instead of flying a kite where you're constantly, or like wakeboarding, where you're constantly holding on to the power of the bow, yeah. you have it down here where you can just like kind of relax with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and flying the kite is just basically all finesse. Like, it's the harder you turn it, the faster it's going to turn and the more power you're going to get. So you can turn it slow, you can turn it hard. It's, it's basically like riding a bike. That's what we like to tell people. Um, you can go downhill mountain biking or you can go beach cruising. It's all and on the same exact gear. You don't need two different bikes. Like, on the same stuff, you can take it to the most extreme shit that anybody's doing. Or you can just go out there and mow the grass, ride back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it's just this is all how you want to take it. And yeah. Some people like to push it and some people just like to go mow the grass. Well, and especially people that, uh, that come down to where we are here in the Panhandle of Florida uh, even something that, like they have no understanding of the water. Mm-hmm. Like even just, even just sitting here, it was hilarious. I had a meeting, uh, here in my office yesterday and, uh, the panels were down so you can see the harbor and say, everything. Damn. Yeah, no, I take, I, I take these down so I can still enjoy the view and shit. But, but we had a meeting and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, uh, one of the guys that I was having a meeting with, he looked out and he was like, Man, people are idiots. And there was this, this, uh, these two people on a jet ski, just fucking through. full throttle yeah, through the harbor. Oh, and 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 that's the thing. Fucking and I was Ricky like, Bobby wow, sea scooter. Like, yeah, cause... I mean, there's no wake signs all over the place. But the thing is, people just like people who've never been around the water don't realize number one, the movement, yeah, the yeah. wind, all that stuff, uh, the rules that come with navigating through yeah, the waters, yeah. and just really how dangerous it is. That yeah. water yeah, is exactly it is dangerous. You know? and that's and most people um, like take it for granted. That's, yeah, that's what the rules are for. Yeah, like no, exactly. Like it's really it's really hard for me. Um, it's a real big ocean. Yeah, it's, it's real big water. <laughs> There's a lots of water. It's out lots there. of water out there. <laughs> It's a lot more powerful. Than um, I think it's more half full than half empty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> that one's definitely half full. Um, but uh, uh, my uh, my wife's aunt has a place uh, right on the uh, those first condos when you're coming over the Destin Bridge right there when you look to your left. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got a place right there. I rear-ended like, a guy that lived there once before. <laughs> what's up? So I rear-ended a guy that lived there once before. I <laughs> well, I think the bird's eye. Well. I think the bird's eye view guy actually lives there Hopefully too. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, like what? Like once every like three or four months, we'll have uh, either like a shrimp boat or something right down there, mm-hmm. uh, right next spot. to. Yeah, right next to like where that. But the thing is, the tide moves so violently really right clear. there through. Crab Island, and there's been so many times where I've thought I was gonna have to like go jump in the water to save someone because they just have no idea yeah, what's going yeah. on. Oh, no. They have no idea how to work their craft. Like I've seen people fall off still jet skis. Well, yeah, it's all shallow, right? Because they're turning they have the channel. They're turning, but there's no propulsion and <laughs> shit. So like I've seen them fall under, like under the bridge, 
And like, Ooh. yeah, like like kids too, like kids that are trying to do this shit. And like I like I was fishing under there one time. I was on Little Spirit. I was fishing the bridge for redfish, and uh, these three these three people were on a jet ski. And I looked at them. I was like, they're in trouble. And they were trying. The tide was just ripping out, and they didn't. They were trying to just keep balance. And I, I kept trying to tell them like. It only works if there's propulsion. It only works if there's <laughs> yeah. propulsion. I might as well have been saying, <laughs> yeah. you know? try standing on a yeah. bike. <laughs> and sure as shit, they tipped, they tipped the jet ski. So I was about to jump in like after them because they, they had obviously no idea what Couldn't they were doing. Out, yeah. And luckily, my wife was like, don't you dare. Don't, don't do you it. dare jump in that water. And I'm like, what are they supposed to do? So luckily, there were a couple other people on jet skis that came and got them. And basically, we're like, you guys are done. done. We're bringing you, we're taking you back to wherever you rented this piece of shit from, and uh, and you're going, you're done. Your day is done. And I think they were ready for their day to be done too, because when they when they got in that water and realized how fast they were being yeah. pulled out, dude, it's creepy. Um, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's violent. There's nothing you can do yeah. about it too. Like you try. Yeah. That's where most people get fucked yeah. up trying to fight it. And that and that's like Colt. The first time he got on his paddleboard. Uh, he just thought he could get out there and ride. And he had no he had no idea about the concepts of tides and all that stuff. Water and, movement. Yeah. Mm. He, he called me. He called me after his first paddle because I sold him his board. It was when I was still boat. I sold him his board, and uh, I was like, "How was your first paddle, man?" And, and he was like. I had to get rescued by a charter boat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, this guy had like six people on his boat with him. They were coming in from a bay trip. And, and I guess this the, local. the tide was running in. Out. Yeah, and Colt was just sitting on his board because he had paddled so much trying to get back in. You can't paddle against that. Yeah, no, current. hell no. Like your best. Like your, six your, knots, yeah, you got to go. Like, you got to go sideways and yeah, get to the closest beach. Um, but anyway, Colt, I guess, tired himself <laughs> out trying to paddle out. So the uh, the charter boat captain had to pick him and load his board up on his boat and bring him back in. So, That's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But but if you don't know, you don't know. No, like, for sure. You just kind of think you go out there and yeah. So I can't even imagine. I mean, that, and that's just with a paddleboard. So I'd assume with a kite board, that's like times twenty. Well, it's not. I mean, you're you're skimming on top of the water, mm-hmm. so which is good, but. Yeah, I mean, currents definitely fuck you up in kiting, too, because you're going one way, and then the current's pushing the other. It definitely slows you down, like, yeah. quite a bit. And yeah. if you fall and lose your board, like, your board's going that way, and mm-hmm. you're going that way, it's fucking total nightmare. Yeah, and you have to have you have to have to a pretty good understanding of, of both the tide, the water movement, and the wind. Yeah, and mm-hmm. how to self-rescue. It goes back into, like, um, taking lessons, like, how to, how to self-rescue yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you can definitely get it. It's just a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might take a while, but yeah. and I, I've lost a shitload of gear out there, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, sometimes you just got to write it off as a loss, you know? It's like, yeah. fuck, that thing's gone. <laughs> like, hopefully yeah. somebody will call me back, but... Yeah, what do you put? Do you put like your name and your number? I on don't. Your and you know, usually I find most of my shit really randomly on Craigslist for sale. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you've really found your stuff on Craigslist? Oh yeah, I found like I, when we were on a demo tour up in the Northeast a few years or not a few years ago, last year. We were gone for like three weeks, and somebody like broke into my house actually and stole a shitload of my demo gear that we I keep here in Florida. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I found one of my buddies, uh, found it on the side of the road in Destin at a gas station for sale. It was like some bums basically trying to sell it. Um, Did you get to the bottom of it? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. We actually set up a sting operation at Brito Dussel in Fort Walton. Ooh. (laughs) I want to hear more about this. Oh, it was awesome. Let's let's divulge into (laughs) it. Let's so, yeah. So, basically, yeah, these people, like, broke into my house and, like, stole a bunch of my gear. And, um... Uh, one of my buddies that lives here in town 
like was mm-hmm. going by my house, he would stay at my house if he stayed out late because he would stay up in Crestview or he yeah. lives up in Crestview. Yeah. So if he like hung out late, he would just crash at my house. So it's like, hey man, like looks like somebody broke into your house. So I'm like, well fuck, like all right, whatever. And it's like, is there anything gone? He's like, no, nah, nah, it doesn't look like it. He sent me a picture, and then when I got back, I like actually noticed like what was gone because yeah. I was, you know, gone, having a good time. Yeah. Not a big deal at the moment because he said everything was good. Yeah. Come to find out it wasn't. Um, but yeah, they took a bunch of stuff and then uh, about a week later it started showing up on Craigslist and um, he emailed the guy and nothing ever came of it. And then all of a sudden one of my other buddies was coming back through Destin and saw a bunch of it like on the side of a gas station for sale. Jeez. Some crackheads trying to sell it. Um, I'm assuming that, sorry, yeah. names out there, but I can only, <laughs> um, just by looking at them and making my own assumptions. Um, but yeah, so, um, I had the guy get the phone number, called him, had him meet at Del Sol, called the cops, told him that they were coming with all my stuff because it all had been reported already. So the guys um, answered the phone you were like, Hey, I want to buy all that shit. Um, well, no, I had the guy that actually got the number from him called them and said, hey, I have a buddy that wants to buy it, and he'll meet you at Del Sol. And so they went to Del Sol and Destin. So the guy called him back and was like, hey, what the fuck? He's not here. And he's like, oh, no, Del Sol and Fort Walton. So they went came to the Del Sol and Fort Walton. And, Sorry, no bad rep for Del Sol. That place is amazing. Um, <laughs> it was just funny because that was uh, just right around the corner from where I was. I was actually there at the time, um, hanging out with one of my friends. But So I just had him meet me there. Um, they pulled up and... Were the cops there already? Yeah, I had met the cops out back and um, had told them what was going on. So the cops were just like, all right, Did they like hide us. their cars and shit? Well, they or? were just like, I was like, don't sit around here because they're going to be sketchy. Yeah. So they left and I was like, I'll call you whenever they get here. <laughs> so sure enough, like I'm sitting inside just like watching through the window and the little sketchy window that's got like the bronze fucking tin on it. <laughs> just like sitting there staring out the window. And sure enough, like the dudes pull up and like pull up in an inner light parking lot, pop the trunk and like just like start displaying everything out of the back trunk. And I'm like, how fucking retarded. And that was all your shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so I had a video of it at one point. Whenever the cops pull up, they like swarm in and I just come like running outside and I'm like, haha, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking dumb could you be? I was like, that's why the cops like, get out of here. And I was like, fuck these guys. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, all right, just let me know if you need anything. I'll be over here in the corner. <laughs> so did you get everything that was stolen got, back? Um, like a, a good most, percentage? I, I'm missing one board, which I was kind of bummed about because it's yeah. like a really old board. Yeah. Um, it's a Jimmy Lewis flight deck that they don't okay. make anymore. This yeah. style. I mean, they still make the flight deck, just not the same graphics, which sucked. It was yeah. a really cool board. And um, just, like, all my personal belongings, like yeah. computers, iPads, TVs, and shit like that, all that was gone. But, like, the kite gear all came back, and that was <laughs> my main concern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is kind of weird. But. So what happened to the guy? What happened to the people? Did they, like, ask Nothing. you if you, you wanted know, to it's press funny charges? In if you don't, like, say that you stole it, they can't do anything to you. So they made the people give it back to me. Like, yeah. they took it all to the, the police station because I had all serial numbers for all my gear and everything like that. Mm. So they all matched that stuff. They gave it all back to me. But unless the people confess to actually doing the, the thief, they you can... It, stealing stolen... Or dealing stolen property is basically not illegal. Like... Because you just say you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they were doing. They're like, we had no idea that it was stolen. Our buddy gave it to us and they were just selling it. So yeah. I was like, we can't do anything to them. I was like, well... yeah. Whatever, I don't Damn. fucking care. I would have at least gotten some pictures. Oh, no, I had like, plenty of, of pictures of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was partially there. I think the reason they were, like, yelling at me to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like, you can't be doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. 
Yeah, I would. Well, uh, so there was no arrest, so they're like their names wouldn't even be in the arrest report or anything. Mm-hmm. That's well, shitty. I don't know. Like honestly, I have no idea. Um, I know mm-hmm. one of the guys did give a false name and then got arrested like a few weeks later for something else yeah. because he gave his little brother's name during that episode so that he did have a warrant out when all that happened but he just given like you know false information and yeah. got away that afternoon but apparently he got caught because I actually met the brother which of the guy who's a really cool dude mm-hmm. um, which was kind of random because he was just like hey I heard this happen too and I was like yeah and he was like that was my brother and I was like ah damn it I was like man I really like you like no what a, like, don't <coughs> feel, like what a terrible thing to do to your little brother well it wasn't him it wasn't his name no 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 but it was oh, like another did. brother oh he yeah, so there's like apparently there's like three or four of them I have no idea but yeah. like uh, he like gave another brother or like whatever but yeah it just sucks it was mm-hmm. like, but he did one of the guys did eventually get put in jail not for that but yeah 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 man that's funny i'm going uh this weekend i'm going to uh to see the lions play the saints over in new orleans oh, nice with, with uh, my dad my brother and the jaguars i was just they're, dude they're playing <laughs> i know good we're they have fire. like we're hot fire our defense is dude nasty. it's one of the best yeah you picked off big ben five times in, like, in a game fucking got me 26 yeah. points in fantasy <laughs> and uh yeah and i'm not a i'm you not a fournette yeah, I've got Fournette on both my Me squads, too. both leagues. Yeah, so he's doing really well. But I, like, I'm not a, I'm not a Jacksonville fan. But I always like rooting for really terrible teams because I'm a Lions oh, fan. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, no, no, no. I'm a Lions fan. No, so okay. I, well, right. we've yeah. never even been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. You know, um, so I'm used to having to root for a really to bad bottom, team. Yeah. So if something like, if someone like the Jaguars or someone like the Browns or something like that, like catch fire and start playing good ball, yeah. like I'll start watching their games because I'll start pulling yeah, for yeah. them. Just because I, I like to see that. I was born in um, Jacksonville, so that's my team. Yeah, but uh, but we're going to the uh, we're going to the Lions game, and like I was just messing around with my more messing with my dad than my brother. But I told him I was like. I was like, yeah, halfway through the game, because we got, um, these are the best seats I've ever had for an NFL game. We, we decided, like, if we're only going to one, um, and it's just the three of us, that we, we ponied up some money, and we got the first row um, on, oh, the tw- nice. on the 25-yard line behind the Lions. So, like, seriously, <laughs> all I have to do to get on the field is just is jump over. <laughs> so so I, started, I, started talking, I started thinking about it. I was like, I might run on that fucking field. <laughs> like, it. if that game gets a little out of control, I might... Fall <laughs> so, over it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I told, I told my dad and my brother, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump on the, I'm gonna jump on the field. And here's an extra $1,000 for Vaughn, just in case you think we're... Well, and that's what my brother told me. My, my brother told me, he's like, if you do it, I got $1,000 on your Vaughn. <laughs> perfect. There you so go. I, it's so like I, a guarantee. So I Googled... Tell him I'm going to see you Sunday. <laughs> so I, but I Googled it, and I, I found a lawyer's website. And, it's like a and it explains lawyer. like yeah and well he's he's uh, uh represented a couple people who That's uh, yeah awesome. and the, the thing is uh there's he said there's a, d- a couple different scenarios um if you're sober <laughs> if you're sober and you and it's a televised game and you do it during like a timeout or like when the cameras aren't on you and you don't interrupt play yeah. and you just run out there and you aren't naked or anything you're pretty much gonna get off like oh, they're, so, they're gonna yeah, kick you out of the stadium. Like, yeah, don't come they, back. If or you're something. drunk, they'll take you to jail and shit and let you sober Disorderly up. But conduct. for the most part, they'll like you, you'll probably get, you might get a court date out of it, but most likely Will they're they gonna ban you they'll, from the they'll dismiss. No, they won't. Really? However, <laughs> however, if you're if you're intoxicated, <laughs> if you do the clothing off. And style. yes, yes, because I told them I got a uh, I ordered a Matt Prater jersey <laughs> just because I wanted to have a jersey that no one else would have in the Superdome. So I, like I got the kickers jersey. Yes, um, I had to get. Like custom made and shit because they don't make them, so I had to get it custom made. 
And uh, I told him, I was like, I'm going to get out there in nothing but my Prater jersey. I'm going to come out on the 40-yard line and get out and like put my hand out and and pretend to boot one (laughs) on third down. But then I realized if you interrupt gameplay, you're definitely going to jail. If you're intoxicated, you're going to jail. But then also, if you're streaking, you're going to get public. You should just get, soon. like, white pants and have some <clears throat> airbrush, like, yeah. all the dirty parts. And just go I out could, there. That's like, a really like, good idea. Like, so I was, I was closed, <laughs> but I can make it look like I'm yeah, unclosed. Like uh, but I'm pretty confident that if I just, out of nowhere, if I just jump over that thing, I could get on that field. Dude. <laughs> like, if I get five steps on someone... It would take them at least three seconds to get me. Even like the fastest. Just run out there and give the first player a hug. Yeah. And be like that's all I wanted. Like, well, no, you, man, no. I if you touch a, if you touch a player too, they'll get you for assault. That's another. What thing. if the player touches you? you? <clears throat> if you're just like sitting yeah. there, like, hey, and the guy walks gets up tackled. and like, hugs you, like, I mean, you're just throwing out a hug, dude, and the dude gonna, walks up and hugs you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like when Prater's about to kick, just run out there and hug him. Yeah. You know. And then just try to try to run off. <laughs> no, they give you roughing the kicker. Yeah, <laughs> you'll definitely go yeah. to jail for that. But then they they also say if you uh, <laughs> if you try to fight them, like if you try to uh, resist resist them, yeah, like when the, no 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 when the security guards uh, finally get you, like just you're done. Yeah, like you got to know you're done and just walk. Like so just basically, go limp. <laughs> yeah. Play dead. <laughs> I've seen the videos. Yeah, but that, my dad, my dad, my dad was like, "I think we have enough Cramblet mug shots <laughs> in the family, so if we can keep those at a no go, I'd appreciate it." You know, you'll yeah. go viral as fuck if you just run out there. And just I don't, start I, man. Prater. I think people do it all the time. No, not not Prater. Yeah. Not something that not specific. Prater. Yeah. Not, not that for, specific. Not for Prater. You've got just a Prater is... jersey on. Like you're just well, that fucking fanatic. Let's talk about Matt you Prater. You should just wait until he's like warming up, yeah. and like when he puts the ball in the key, just run down there and kick the shit out of it into the net well for sure well we're gonna be right in front of where they're kicking where they because they kick right Perfect. on that 25 yard line behind there and I'm, I'm sure he's not expecting to see someone there in a parade jersey and i got the away jersey i got the lions away jersey there so like i'm gonna have the same jersey that parade wearing <laughs> so we're gonna have a good we're gonna t- be well, like twins well, and the, 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 you should the, just dress get the whole uniform dude the thing that the thing that people don't know about matt prater there's a couple of interesting things oh, about God, matt prater I'm about to find out. yes uh matt Prater holds the record for the longest field goal in the NFL. Holy shit. Matt Prater's also 63 yards, I believe. Matt Prater has also been through rehab like three different times. That's why he got released from the Broncos. So that's why he's got that dad bod because the dude obviously likes to party. Committed to drugs and the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's kind of funny because he's kind of known to be a part. Like, there's shirts you can buy on the Lions website. Like, say something like if he doesn't pass out puke or something Matt Prater will keep going you know there's like shirts made for this guy he's not um, shaking I don't know if it's gonna yeah, be good yeah. so but uh, but anyway I'm looking forward to that man I'm ready I'm, but I I don't think there's any way like if I did it I would have to do it sober because I don't want to get like a yeah, PI no. or something just like that the... yeah just add into the to the offenses um but I don't know. We're gonna hit the casinos too. So if I hit, like if I hit a, a hand pay or something oh, like dude, that, and done I, done. if I walk into the Superdome with three K in my pocket, I might be like, "This is worth it." Like, how many people do this in their lifetime? I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. Hold on, this for me. That one. Yeah, and like you're I know enough lawyers. Come get me. Yeah, you're gonna Come do that at the boss. <laughs> I don't need an excuse. Just take it. <laughs> no, man. But uh, but that's dude. That's awesome that the Jags are doing good, man. I might. I don't know. It might be. It might be fun to go see a game. Yeah, dude. Whenever you want to go, let's go. Yeah. I'm always down for some Jags games, yeah. dude. I fucking um, love. It. I haven't been this year, 
but I need to go because yeah. they're actually doing good. I usually go on their yeah. off seasons, which has been like <laughs> the last ten years. <laughs> I'm a, I'm assuming even though they're playing decent this year, that you can still probably get tickets for next to nothing. Yeah, I mean, because every time I've been there, it's like half full. Last time I was there, yeah. well, not last time, but I remember one of the times that I was there it was probably like not the last time, but the time before that. We bought like eleven dollar tickets, and with a ticket, you got a free like beer, and we got a fourteen dollar <laughs> beer for free with my ticket. I was like, "Dude, you just paid me three dollars? That's got a half a hot dog? Are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, I'm totally coming back. Half a hot dog. Yeah, have you? Uh, they, man, they have those uh, at that Jacksonville Stadium. They ha- uh, the Sweetwater booth there that uh, that you get sweet water. You, yeah. Um, it's the weirdest contraption I've ever seen. It's uh, it's you these put plastic. Put it in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's these plastic yeah, cups, yeah, yeah. and they put it on the yeah. bottom, it and it clicks, the, yeah. mm-hmm. and it just fills up. And I was like, man, that's fucking rad. awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have, I'm gonna have to come see that again. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'll be back for you, buddy. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, their stadium's really cool, man. I like. I yeah, love isn't that there a stadium? Isn't there one they've got like? A, yeah, there's a like pools and shit. Yeah, yeah. you want to get in those pools? That's all up to you. I would yeah. never fucking touch. Those what do you have to do? Can you just you can just go? Get you, you, have no, you, know, I'm sure like you have to know. They're like Cabana Club yeah. tickets or whatever. They're like pretty expensive, and like I, I mean, well, I like, know if I was like completely hammered and hopped in a pool, I'd probably be peeing all over. Yeah, that you're thing. just pissing like, the whole there's time. There's no way you could pay me to get in that thing. Like yeah. if I touch warm water in like the Jacksonville sun, like <laughs> on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, completely hammered, like. Guaranteed, like, uh, there's no way you could pay me to get in that pool. Like, absolutely. So, do you think that defense is going to keep up, though? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what it do was, you, I it, mean, that wasn't predictable, though. Like, no, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, no, you know? no, which is, like, pre- pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, wasn't expecting it at all. I thought it was, like, another, you know, here we go again. So, Jaguars, I'm a fan. Like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Just another season. <laughs> But it's actually yeah. turned out to be pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Like, Dude, Fournette saved me last week, man. It's fucking when he busted it, that uh, when he busted that like ninety yard uh, run. See, or whatever, I didn't get or? like. Unfortunately, we had the hurricane wall last weekend, and I was like on the water from fucking sun up to sundown. So I didn't get to watch any football last yeah. weekend, which sucks. How but, was that? How was it? Oh, dude, it's amazing. Like, yeah. that's what you live for. This is a thrive. Like, yeah. I'm a trillionaire. Like, do you, that's how I get paid. Do you wear a, big waves? Do you wear a, <laughs> uh, do you wear a, uh, a life jacket or anything? No, dude. No. Fuck no. I just ain't <laughs> going for it, dude. It's yeah. just so much fun out there. Like, you don't even think about it. Like, I don't know. I like remember a few times just like looking back, being like, holy fucking shit. Like, that is a big ass wave. That's a lot of white water. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's just fun. Like, they're not like people have done way bigger. So for me, it's just like, all right, don't be a bitch. Like, come yeah. on. Like, this is fun. So I don't think it's there. necessarily the wave size out there, though. It's probably that undertow, man, if you fuck up. Yeah, but you're sta- yeah. Um, for kiting, you're standing on top of the water the whole time. So yeah. unless you fall, I mean, just don't be stupid. Don't fall. Yeah. Like, don't don't fall. stand up <laughs> <laughs> and just do it. But, I mean, again, like, you're attached to the kite. The kite's pulling you up. So the undertow, like, yeah, it sucks. Like, there's undertow, but mm. you, you, the kite's pulling you above the water. So if you really need to do anything, like, just dive in and go back to shore. Like, just fly back to shore. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean... I don't know. This weekend, this past weekend was fucking phenomenal. Like probably one of my top ten sessions, top five sessions in Florida. Yeah, for sure. Do you have like a crew here in town that you go? Um, usually or do you just I do. You out there solo. It's kind of weird, man. I'm like anti-social when it comes to like kiting. Like I kind of like just like space out, do my own thing. Like not that I don't like kiting with other people, but I just I don't know. I just like kind of zone out and like I disappear and you know whatever. Like 
I, it's fun, like, when you meet some people that, like, you can really click with, and, like, you know, it's a lot of times, like, we'll go out and just, like, destroy it, but for the most of the time, it's kind of, like, not that I don't like the guys here, I love them all, like, they're all fucking awesome, mm-hmm. so we have, like, one of the best communities here for kiting, like, they're amazing, but when I kite, like, when I get, as soon as I, like, touch the water, like, I'm doing my own thing, like, I no. just, like, space out, like, we'll yeah. all go to the beach together, and we'll all hang out. But, I mean, that's probably for most people, too. Like, as soon as you get on the water, it's just kind of, like, you zone out. Like, you're just I mean, I feel like that's kind of, like, what it's about, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're just, like, it's one of the weirdest feelings. Like, you just, everything just kind of goes silent when you're out there. You're just kind of, like, in the moment, you know? And it's really fucking fun. One of the best experiences. I think it would be also probably a little more dangerous, especially, you know, like, hurricane weather like that. Yeah, well, like Uh, I said, you've got, like, ten... 12 dudes out there it's like surfing when you're in a lineup and, yeah. you know what I mean and you're like alright I got this or you know what, you know, and you just take off and get back in the lineup that you're just fucking going <laughs> you know what I mean so if you're hitting fucking 25 30 mile an hour yeah. winds, you're cruising so fast I mean shit you would just be a little more dangerous, I'd, I'd assume. It is, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody kind of knows what they're doing. What, when you get into, like, situations like that where it's, like, kind of sketchy outside, you don't really, you kind of weed out, like, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people are like, fuck, no, I'm not doing that. And in reality, it's just, like, if you have the right gear, it's no different from kiting in, like, 15, 20 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know? So. But, I mean, and again, like I said, it's, like, how you want to take it. You can go downhill mountain biking or you can go beach cruising. Mm-hmm. It's just. Um, well, how tall is the, uh, the pier? (laughs) I've thought about it many times. Um, it's, I don't know. Is it possible? It's definitely possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this weekend when we, when we were jumping or when I was jumping, like I could, I was clear over the pier. It's just getting the right angle to be able to cross the pier in between the light posts. The light posts, yeah. Like, it's just kind of sketchy. And you have that asshole that sits in the little building on the top that's just always honking his little horn, like, get the fuck away from here. Uh-huh. Sorry, I get mad props to all the lifeguards, but... Yeah. <laughs> that dude was well, just... And you'd have to, you know, like, again, like a big storm like that, the water rises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, that, that's... That would, yeah, yeah, that, that would make it easier. Yeah, it. Definitely, you get big kickers, for sure. But, I mean, that's kind of like what you need to do it. Yeah, but sure. you'd have to do it in like a storm like that. It needs to be blown, like, for me, for me personally to do it, it would have to be blowing like 40 miles an hour with a southeast wind. Yeah. Yeah. With like eight to ten you foot think you, Do you think you'll ever try it? Oh, fuck yeah, I'd try it. Like, if you get the right con- like condition. If you ever, like... if you ever do, please give me a call. Oh, for sure, dude. I want to be Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And I want to, and I, I'm going to make sure that someone's going to be there that if shit goes wrong, they can get oh, you and save your ass, too. I'm attached to a kite, dude. It's like second nature. <laughs> just drag back to shore. Southeast, you're blowing back into the beach. <clears throat> Not if you hit the fucking pier. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, you'll still be blowing back in the shore. I don't, mm. I didn't say like consciously. I'm just saying, like, back, <laughs> back in the shore. Eternally you're going back up. <laughs> you can find me at the Golfarium fence. Like. <laughs> but no, it, it it will happen one day, yeah. for sure. Hopefully, well, please let me Fingers know before crossed. you do it. I want to see it. It'd be fun. I definitely want to yeah, see it. I'm, that's always been like any way that knows me, and it's like kind of. It's always been like one of my things. I want to fucking get <laughs> that's that. Your beer fucking I'm dream. glad. I'm glad I asked that. <laughs> yeah. Jump the fucking. Yeah, I don't want to smash that so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, sweet man, you want to uh, you want to do a little shot of little basil hayden before you go? Fuck yeah, dude. If you want to just grab it right there, man. It's it's unopened, man. We'll get it. You should have a uh, plenty of leeway there in your uh, my cord. Your your headset oh, there. Oh god. Uh, Shane's the bartender. We'll let him. Uh, we'll let him handle that. It's a strange bottle. It is a strange bottle. It looks good. Basil Hayden. Huh? 
Have you had it? I have not. I'm like a Ooh. big Woodford fan. Um, you like it. Any of the Yamazakis? Like Santori's? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of success. Uh, man, <clears throat> I, can't, I can't really find it anymore, but I dig uh, Buffalo Trace. Really? Yeah, just because... I haven't uh, had that in a long time. Buffalo Trace is tasty, man, but really? it's also... Um, it's priced like Jack Daniels. Oh, really? Yeah, so, so like, you can, yeah, yeah, you can afford you drink, it. You, drink you got a bottle of Mictors over there yeah. right now. Yeah, I've so. got a bottle of Mictors at home, too. Mictors. Really, the two things I'm drinking right now are, are pretty much Mictors and Basil Hayden. Are the two so, whiskeys I'm Mictors drinking. just released their 25-year. And they haven't released the 25-year... In 25 years? In, since 2008... <clears throat> and uh, I was actually talking <clears throat> to Seth last night about it. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, you know, if you can get one, because, you know, Chance might get one, maybe. Like, dude, I'll go half these with you on it. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. No. No, that bitch is fucking eight seventy five retail. So you know anybody else wants to go have some? <laughs> <laughs> I just want a shot now. Dude, that's, that's like, like <laughs> uh, uh, one of the last times. Uh, one of the last times me and my brother cheers guys yeah absolutely <clears throat> thank you my my brother likes to gamble a lot um not like degenerate but like once a month he'll go gamble you know like he's not spending his paycheck on it and shit but yeah. like he makes a decent amount of money so like once a month he'll you know take four or five hundred bucks and go gamble and shit and like he gets free rooms everywhere we go and uh we went he had two hundred dollars in free food at harrow's and a free room over in biloxi so he called me he's like hey you want to go I was like, I don't feel like spending a bunch of money, man, but I can I can pull a hundred, two hundred bucks out or whatever and, and throw it in. So we, we didn't like we didn't lose, but we didn't win. I think we broke even. Uh, went to sleep, woke up. I had to get back to work, so we went to try to spend uh, the two hundred dollars in free food money. <laughs> and that guy, like the guy at the rest, like it was like ten dollar meals, like like chicken tender sandwiches and shit. And and he was like, uh, he said, man, you guys have two hundred dollars in food comps that needs to be used today. You know, whatever. So I was like, okay. And I was like, I see you have Johnny Walker Blue. What's that run? He's like, $35 a pour. I was like, I'll have two of those, please. <laughs> and he was like, sure thing. So he brought me two pours of the blue. And like, we, we ate we ate food. I think we had a couple things. And then there was still like 50 bucks left on it. And uh, and it, it was really cool, too, because like, you definitely tell he appreciated it. And I was like, hey, man, like, you have kids and shit, you know, whatever. And he was like, yeah. I was like, Okay, well, tell me bringing dinner home tonight, man. And just order fucking like three or four entrees to go, and let's dominate this two hundred bucks. Yeah. And he's like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's fucking <laughs> do it." So he got like, like he basically got dinner for the night and everything. That's like, fucking for, awesome. And we were just we were drinking fucking Blue Label, which isn't like super high class, but it's like a what a two hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, that's uh, price something like shit. that. Um, but it's something that I would never buy. Yeah, I would yeah, never yeah. pay thirty dollars a pour. Of, yeah, uh, no, fuck no. Some kind of like that. It's so. funny, yeah, because I don't know, like the. I was like on a big Japanese whiskey kick there for a little while, and that shit's like fire. And then you go to the bar and like order it, and you're like, Ooh. "Oh yeah, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> just take the bottles." <laughs> well, that's the thing, like like this Basil Hayden bottle. That's like a fifty dollar bottle of of uh, bourbon. But I mean, if you, when you order a fifty dollar bottle, a sick bottle too. Yeah, when you order a fifty dollar bottle from the bar, they're gonna charge you nine or ten dollars for a pour of it, that's for cool. sure, yeah. if not more. You yeah. know. Um, and so I have a really hard time, especially with stuff like like nice bourbons and shit like that. I'd rather just drink it at home anyway. You know, like if I'm gonna sit at the bar, I'm gonna drink. You know, I'm gonna drink beers and exactly. some kind of. If Social. I want to do a shot, it's gonna be something shitty. If you go to a bar and you're spending forty five dollars a pour on whiskey, you're just trying to show your dick. Exactly. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. No, you're wasting it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. What's a, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just fucking retarded. Yeah. I or mean, you, like, like, you just like got that divorced. $45 for that one. Yeah, exactly. And that one $45 drink, I could be black out in like 15 minutes. Yeah, especially if you have it's a like, keg of divide and conquer. Really yeah, oh, God. Do, yeah. do you really have a keg of divide and conquer? I swear to God, in the back of the car. Like, what, you just roll with that? Yeah, Is that just how you roll these days? Just in case. It's like, something needs to happen. Something needs to pop off. I'm like, boys. It's after four. <laughs> I got this Dude, covered. Those guys are doing awesome shit. I really want to get um, either Sean or uh, or one of those guys from Idle Hounds in here. You should um, do it. I really um, dig what those guys are doing, man. Um, I wish I could have made it to Hounds Fest this weekend, but with the storm and everything, it just didn't work out. I was I was supposed to go Saturday morning. We print a bunch of their T-shirts back mm-hmm. in Fort Walton mm-hmm. um, with the guys at Liquid Surf and Sale. And so they were all going out there and fucking... I didn't get to go because the storm was here. Yeah. How, did, did they? Did you talk to them about how it went? Yeah, it was awesome. Well, yeah. Apparently, like a shitload of people came because yeah. well, you know they canceled the Destin Seafood Festival, yeah. so people were obviously yeah. looking for things to do. And um, that place is fucking amazing. I don't know if you've ever been out there, but yeah, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, man. man, it's a super cool spot. Just man, they just the only lost shitty that thing dog. is like I, yeah, I know, Sasha, Sasha, sucks. yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. She was such a little. Critter, dude. She was awesome. She was a part of the brewery, man. She was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one thing you guaranteed were to see every time you went there. Yeah. And it sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean. But the cool thing, like the only the only shitty thing about like that look place is just it's so far out there. Like mm-hmm. when I go out there, I just want to drink like every beer possible, yep. and then I'm like. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, well, I can't drive I mean, back now because yeah. it's an hour. Fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you have two, di- if you have two divide and conquers, you really probably shouldn't drive after that. Yeah, you know? I know. Like, I mean, well, um, thank God. But it's so good. Here. Isn't divide and conquer? <laughs> isn't divide and conquer good? Oh my God, it's, it's so best. good. Like, right? a, I was like addicted to Dogfish Ninety. Like that was my shit. Oh, I think I was, it blows Dogfish Ninety. Out yeah, of water, and I started man. drinking divide and conquer, yeah. and I was like, it's not as sweet. It tastes like you're drinking a regular IPA almost. So good, dude. It's amazing. Like they fucking killed that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely killed it. And now they're doing all this weird. They like they uh, there's a keg of uh, what uh, mango habanero divide and conquer yep. that they mm-hmm. did too. We that, had that not too long ago at the boardroom. That was really good, um, really good. Yeah, they just downstairs. They just had that. Yeah, they just had that. They're doing all those different reds. They're trying to develop their red ale now too. Yep. So they like I just had the red number four like last yep. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that back at so, the, the boardroom. Also, I, yeah. I'm just not a big fan of red red beer. I'm like an yeah. IPA like all day. Yeah, that's my shit. If it's like a red IPA, then I'm with it. But like a typical red ale, it's too a little too malty for me. Yeah, not right. that it's bad. It just it's yeah. not my preference. I really like uh, McGuire's red ale, like Irish mm-hmm. red or mm-hmm. whatever. That's just yep. good. But ooh, they're about to uh, any day now. They're gonna have their Scotch ale over there, and that's my favorite seasonal by then. Really? Is their Scotch ale? Yeah, it's the only one that I like. That shit's brutal too. That I, I think really that drink. Ten percent too. Right? I don't think it sits that high, man. I think it sits like an eight. One of them. So there's a sketch yeah. of the Millennium that they put out that's, that's fucking high. Yeah, <laughs> higher the better. Yeah. <laughs> Just less have the drink. Fucking less have the pee brown. later. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Just get the save job on, done. Save it on stomach space. <laughs> yeah, just, it's a little heavy, but that's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> well, sweet man. Uh, well, cheers, dude. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Thanks right. for having me. Yeah, man. thanks for the beers. Awesome Tonight's six-pack was sponsored by Lauren Hale. <laughs> Brought us in a nice little six-pack of uh, Eli uh, by a Tampa Tampa Beer Company. Um, we also want to thank Frank again because we ju- we finished the uh, the Destin Brewery IPAs, the East Pass IPAs that he left for us. Too. From a, Man, yeah, you know what? I hadn't had one of those in a couple years until Frank came in because the first edition that they did of those, 
I wasn't a fan of it at all. But when Frank brought these in, I was I was really surprised by it. Yeah. Like I enjoyed drinking it. I think you know? this is my first time having one. It's really good. Yeah. No. Yep. Man, no. Honestly, I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, imagine without that beast pass. Yeah. Oh no, it was fucking tasty. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. That's but awesome. I think I think Frank said like that, like they just keep trying to improve it and improve it and improve yeah. it and yeah. improve yeah. it. I think they're pretty close to. I mean, they're, I they're almost on point, dude. Like like to the point to where like if I'm out like if I was out at a store or something, Wouldn't I'd consider one. picking up. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a sweet can too. For sure. But uh, well, cool. Lauren Hill, thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Thanks for having I don't, me. I don't know if there's anything else we need to we need to really announce uh, right now. Uh, we had a we had a storm between. Uh, last one in there, but uh, you know, we, did. we didn't get much of it. We didn't get too much. Everyone's good. Lame. Like 60, <laughs> 67 of my friends on Facebook marked themselves my, safe. That so was the lamest part. That's how. Uh, yeah. That's how many friends we I did. deleted last week. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> had a cold front come through. I don't see you guys marking yourself safe on that. Like, what the fuck is going mm. on? Ooh, I uh, I just confirmed today that uh, uh, my good buddy, Mister Cousin Dan. Is coming yes. back to the panhandle. Yep, yep. Uh, December fifteenth yes. and sixteenth. I will be. Here. Um, so we're gonna hit Fort Walton at Coasters on the fifteenth. No way. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, sir. You're shitting me right <laughs> now. Then, Merry Christmas. What? Yeah, oh, Merry Christmas, Lord. Christ. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we're gonna what? hit. Uh, we're gonna hit the Funky Blue Shack over here in Destin on the sixteenth. Oh my god. Um, so both nights oh are are sure to be legendary. <laughs> I already blacked it off on my calendar. Um, I'm, I'm already blacking yeah. it out. Period. <laughs> <laughs> blacking out because uh, of it. So Jesus. stoked to have. Uh, I'm. We need to figure out a time sometime on Saturday to get him to come in here and. Uh, oh yeah. And do the podcast with us too. That would be dope. A damn um, cast. Yeah, damn cast. <laughs> um, but def- definitely excited about that. I think maybe on uh, on December sixteenth, I might try to like, I don't know, maybe do like a, a namesake slash uh, whatever it means to you party yeah. and kind of uh, theme it that way. Appreciate so like it. Shane and I. Maybe even do like a live broadcast over there at Funky Blue Shack for the night, and That'd like have nice. all of our past guests, like yourself included, yeah, yeah. Um, have all our past guests come out and just Sweet. come on for like a Christmas special or Fuck something. Yeah, I don't really know how it'll look, but it's just an idea right now that I think we could probably Kicking we could around. probably try to make Sound it happen. Good. Like maybe Chuck will give us a quiet spot in the back or something. Like maybe let me use his office real quick to fucking do it to where we can just pull people out throughout the night and do like five minutes with them. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, sounds like totally. That. It sounds awesome. So. Uh, cool. Dan, do that cool. So, so Lauren, um, if people want to see like some of the stuff you're posting and everything, what's the best way to, to get in touch with like Facebook? Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. mean, I'm like honestly, social media, all that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. a pretty quiet guy. Like, mm-hmm. don't really throw myself out there too much. Yeah, as much as I probably should, but it's just not really my style. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, social media, yeah, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Hit me up. You should start a YouTube channel, man. I should. You can uh, see your videos. You know, at least <laughs> at least a couple of those. I'm just too late. Like I don't even like like last weekend would be like the perfect time to have like a GoPro on me and just dinged it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I have three of them. Like, like, what do you use them? Huh? A really good question. It could be. I argued, gotta carry it. Like, I'm yeah. trying to have fun here. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It could be argued that you're doing everything because you really really dig it. Yeah. No. Really I mean, it, that's so I dig. But that. I do totally yeah. like want to share. Like it's just. Like, I feel like yeah. to get more people into it or to, like, kind of mm. share the experience or see, like, what you're doing, yeah. you know, it's definitely a cool and thing And then all have, that shit costs like, money, too. It does, but, I mean, when you already have it and you're not yeah. using it, it's kind of, like, mm. stupid on you. Yeah. Which, no way would argue stupid yeah. on me, because... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can always rely on the local news. You don't see yeah. people. Look at this fucking I asshole. News. Don't be, don't be out like, here doing like, this yeah, shit yeah, right yeah. now. This is double red flag. <laughs> breaking. This but is what breaking the law looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's like no swimming. Well, I'm not swimming, so uh, <laughs> you're telling me I'm gonna go. Like, let's argue about this for a minute. <laughs> Well, awesome, man. I look forward to uh, getting you back in here next year or something, man, and seeing sure, what's dude. happened since then. Whenever. Absolutely whenever. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah. So cheers, yeah, man, man. And uh, thank you to everyone listening. Uh, once again, I, I probably say it too much, but I always want to say it at the end of the podcast. Uh, you can email us at wimty.podcast, W-I-M-T-Y.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, whether you want to tell us that you're, you're digging listening, whether you want to tell us that we suck, or whether you want to tell us you want to be a guest, uh, any of that shit, email us. Uh, you can comment on our website. Um, you know, and uh, that's really about it. So, uh, thanks everyone. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. We'll see y'all. Shane, appreciate it. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah. See ya.